week four of the NFL season just concluded, and we had a lot of upsets, a lot of undefeated teams that could have lost, a lot of undefeated teams that did lose. Um, majority of the league is two and two. We have our teams that are not doing so well. I'm going to give you some teams that should go after quarterbacks. I have a lot to unpack. Uh, I got my picks. I did not do well on my picks. And I have my top 10 list for this week. I have my top 10 list for this week. So you guys want to stay tuned for that. And I have playoff baseball coming up in the next few days for you guys. Let's get it. Let's go. So, I hope you guys are ready. I want to get into the game that I want to dig deep into is the Cowboy game. The Cowboys lost. As we all know, the Cowboys lost to the Saints 12 to 10. The Cowboys, um, they, they didn't, their defense did not allow a touchdown. But the Saints really dominated the game on both sides of the ball, especially after the first few possessions. The Saints really had control of the game for the most part. Their defense played really well. Their defense, their their defensive line came ready to play on Sunday night. I give them that. The Saints were the better team that 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 night. They were the better team that night than the Cowboys. The Cowboys, they the the first possession of the second half offensively, they came out. They made some great. They made some great changes and adjustments because that was my key. I wanted to see what kind of adjustments was the Cowboys going to make after the second, after the first half, especially offensively because the defense played well. As you see, the defense didn't give up a touchdown. They only gave up four field goals. So I wanted to see what the defense. Was going what the defense was going to look like, or what the offense was going to look like, vice versa. I'm sorry, what the offense was going to look like because uh, I, a lot of people have been skeptical of Jason Gurr and the, and the former of offense coordinator Scott Linehan. They 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 they've been skeptical and critical of how they lack adjustments, how they when, when a game plan is put out there during for the first half and the Cowboys have struggled. That Jason Gerd and the coaching staff have failed, or lack thereof, to put together second half adjustments. So they played well, and they came out well in the first half. I mean, the second half in the first possession. But, it, it, you know, a lot of drop passes killed the Cowboys. A lot of... You know penalties that killed them, that made the that turned a you know first down into first and twenty, and you gotta try to recuperate those yards in the next three downs. A lot happened, and a and a lot didn't go their way that night. They had three turnovers, even though you know I didn't think that that Zeke fumble that they called the fumble. I don't think that was a fumble. By rule, it was not a fumble, but also by rule, the 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 ruling on the field was he fumbled the ball, and there wasn't enough conclusive of there wasn't enough evidence to say that hey he was down and he did not fumble the ball. So 
and even here or there, they had a lot of turnovers, and their defense really played well. Both defensive lines really played well. Uh, it was just that the, 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 the Saints defensive line came ready to play. They did not let Zeke do whatever he wanted. The Cowboys really did a, I mean, the, the, the Saints did a really good job of containing the Cowboys. Marsh, uh, Marshawn Lattimore had a blanket on Amari Cooper. I haven't saw, I haven't saw like an Amari Cooper performance like that since he's been a Cowboy. So he, I mean, that, that was, that was strange for me to see. Uh, I think the Cow. don't get me wrong, I still like this team. I think this, I think this is going to be a good roster. I think this is still a, a playoff team. The Saints defense just came to play. And here goes my thing with Dak. Dak, everybody's like, ah, Dak lost. And this is the time for Dak to show that he's this and he's that. Dak was not the reason. Now let me give you this. Dak didn't play well. Of course, Dak didn't play well. He did not play well like he's been playing the first three weeks. Okay, you can have that. You you can have that point all day long. You can have that point. But Dak did not cause the Cowboys that game. Dak did not cause the Cowboys that game. Zeke, Ezekiel Elliott not being able to... First, Zeke and the O-line, not, the O-line not being able to get any push. And second, Zeke not running the ball well. Amari Cooper couldn't get he couldn't get separation from Marshawn Lattimore. Lattimore had a blanket on him, shut him down, and the turnovers killed the turnovers killed the Cowboys. Randall Cobb, the Cowboys came into the game with with the highest third down com- conversion percentage. They they couldn't convert the third downs, and they weren't like third and longs. These were third and twos. Third and threes. The third, the fourth down conversion that the Cowboys did get, Zeke fumbled on it. So it was just a lot that went wrong for the Cowboys. And you could tell that it just wasn't their night. It wasn't their night. And here's the thing we're getting with Dak. And this is what I'm talking about with people. Dak, Dak, he didn't keep, he, he, see this, this is the difference between Dak and Kirk Cousins and Cam Newton. In a game like that, Kirk Cousins would have threw his his football team out of the game. Kirk Cousins would have threw the Minnesota Vikings out of the game. And I'm gonna get to Kirk Cousins in a few, but he he would have threw them out of the game. Cam Newton would have threw them out of the game. That kept them in the game. With despite all that happened, the Saints dominating both side both lines. They run the football well. They, they, you know, they, 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 they had some good field position. Despite the turnovers, the penalties, despite Amari Cooper not getting open, despite the offensive line not being the dominant offensive line that we have known them to be, that we are accustomed to seeing, despite all of those factors, despite, despite all of those factors, Dak had the ball last and had a chance to win the game with all of that going wrong. A lot of quarterbacks in this league, with all of that going wrong, would not be in that predicament or position to win the football game. Now, the other side would be like, okay, yeah, Dak had you in that position, but Dak couldn't make the one big play that would have put the Cowboys over top. And I would say, you know what? You're absolutely right. 
And this is where I need my, I need Cowboy Nation, all the Cowboy fans, and some are, but I need all of Cowboy Nation and the fans to realize what you're getting from Dak. Dak is a quarterback. Now I, you know, I've been, I know for, for the last few weeks, few weeks, I've been, you know, glorifying Dak. I've been praising him. I wouldn't say glorify. That's too big of a word. I would say I've been praising him. I've been giving him credit where credit's due because he's been playing well. That's my job. If you're playing well, I'm going to say you're playing well. If you're playing bad, I'm going to say you're playing bad. So what I did, what I've been doing for the last three weeks with Dak and the Cowboys and our offense, that's, I have every right to do that. And the way how I've been talking about them. Yes, they've been playing well. Dak didn't play too well um, on Sunday. But that's okay. But what, we really, what, what the Cowboy fans need to realize and what Cowboy Nation need to realize, and, I, you, know, I'm a, you know, you guys, some of you guys may think I'm a huge Cowboy supporter. I just like this roster. But what, what, what they need to realize, what we need to realize, Dak is not going to be Patrick Mahomes. Dak is not going to be Carson Wentz when you're looking for the one big splashy highlight real play. Dak is not that. And some Cowboy fans that know, that know this are realists. And they understand what they're getting from Dak. Do not look for the Mahomes type plays. Do not look for that. Do not look for those over-the-top type plays. That is not Dak Prescott. Dak has turned into a good quarterback despite... Some some of his skill set being limited. Despite that, he has turned into a good NFL quarterback who is above average, who can win big games, and he doesn't he doesn't lose you games. Dak, you know, Dak may not win you all the games, but Dak doesn't lose you games. He doesn't he he doesn't lose you games. So that's a, I know that's a lot to take in for one game. Um, both teams play both defenses. Played really well. Uh, Dallas, Dak and Dallas, and the Dallas offense just couldn't make that one big play that could have got them over the top and possibly won them the game. I mean, all they needed to do was get in field goal range and they would have won the game. So, bummer. But I think the Cal- I think both teams are playoff caliber teams. The Saints look very well, good. I- I've been very impressed with their play. Um, I, 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 with them, with Drew Brees being out, it, it just shows me how well coached this team is, and it just shows you how good the Saints are. You know, you know, we, when we talk about the Saints, we just mentioned Drew Brees, but their defense is very talented. So take that in. Okay, so I got my top ten for this week. Uh, we had an electrifying week. My top ten has really shifted. <laughs> um, I, my, 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 first of all, I want to get to my week four record. My week four record was six and nine. I did not do a good job with getting through these games, with picking these games. I was trying to pick the heart. I was trying to pick the upsets. It was a lot of upsets, but I just picked the wrong upsets. Um, so my overall record is 43, 19 and one. So I, I cannot wait to continue this season, but I have my top 10 for week I have my top 10 
for week four at, at 10. Let's start at 10. The Bills. Uh, even though, despite them losing, I love the Bills' defense. They, they, I mean, they shut down New England's offense for the most for the most part that day on Sunday. They did a good job of containing Tom Brady and those receivers. The, the Patriots' offense really couldn't do nothing. I do think the Bills are limited offensively. They could, they, they have to, you know, Josh Allen has to develop more as a NFL quarterback and as an NFL thrower, but. The Bills really excite me. I like what they have. It would not surprise me because they're not. They're obviously not going to win the AFC East, but it would not surprise me if they were a six seed in the wild card or a fifth seed in the wild. It wouldn't surprise me. I could see them as a nine and seventeen this year. Buffalo is really good. They have a really strong fan support backing them at home. So Buffalo at ten at three and one. And nine and and nine and the forty ers I have the forty ers They're three and zero. Uh, this is gonna be a big test for them on Monday Night Football, going against the Browns. The Browns have won two straight now, um, and they're clicking. The Browns are they they beat Baltimore, not two straight, excuse me. But the Browns D line is really good. It's really talented. So we'll see how much better San Francisco really got. This is their real big test. Let's see how San Francisco comes out and play this week. But I like what San Francisco's been doing. I told you guys this is my team that's gonna have the they they're my bounce back team for this year. I've been saying that since the season begun. Uh they have they've been proving me right so far. I'm not I, I, you know this is gonna be a really good game on Monday Night Football the Browns are getting a lot of attention. I cannot wait to see this game. 49ers at 9. At 8. At 8. I have the Rams. The Rams the, the Rams are not themselves. The Rams are not themselves. The, the Rams are clearly not themselves. Uh, Todd Gurley, 5 rushes. 5 rushes for... 5 rushes for... 16 yards? Todd Gurley has to be better. He has to be better than that. I, I, I'm expecting a little bit more from him. And it seems like the league has really caught on to the Rams offensively. You know, you stack the box, make Jared Goff, you know, play man-to-man, get real aggressive on those receivers, and make Jared Goff make some tough throws. And, you know, you get him rattled a little bit, Jared Goff don't look like the same calm, you know, demeanor Jared Goff. So, the Rams, I, I like this team. I love the culture. I love L.A. But the Rams, they, they are not the same. I can't sit here and say they're the same. I can't. I can't sit here and say they're the same. Seattle at 7. But We talk about all the other quarterbacks in the league. We talk about Rodgers. We talk about Wentz. Damn, we even talk about Dak. We don't talk about Russell Wilson nearly enough. We talk about Mahomes. We don't. We talk about Dak more than we talk about Russell Wilson. And I know Dak. I love Dak. And Dak is the Cowboys quarterback. But Russell Wilson, I mean, who's been playing better football than Russell Wilson other than Patrick Mahomes? It's Patrick Mahomes and then Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's been playing some good football. And I don't know if it's because he plays in Seattle. But... Little to no running game. Defense is okay. 
Russell Wilson just could, he continues to put up big numbers. Clowney had his breakout game um, against the Cardinals this week as a Seattle Seahawks. Good to see them. Uh, I, the Seattle Seahawks, they're 3-1. I, I really didn't see them being this good this early, but they, they look pretty good. Pete Curl's a good coach. Uh, anytime you have Pete Curl and a quarterback like Russell Wilson, that combination alone is going to keep you relevant. And I told you guys, they were going to be relevant, but this might be a playoff team. The way, the, the way they're going, this may be a playoff team. This very well may be a playoff team. So, at six, I have the Packers. The Packers, despite the loss, um, you know, I still have questions about their defense. I like where the Packers are going. I like where the Packers are going with this. The Packers, are, they, 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 they're, they're, they're definitely charting up. Devontae Adams, he's unlikely to play against the Cowboys this week, so that might be a big blow. But the Packers, I like what they are. I like where they are. They're at six. That's not bad. Uh, middle of the pack, they did lose. I think their offense gets kind of predictable. Like, especially in the second half. It gets real predictable in the second half. So I I don't I don't know. It gets real predictable in the second half. Uh the Packers at six. Philly at five. Despite Dallas losing, despite a couple NFC teams losing that I have had in front of Philly these past few weeks, I have Philly at five. They've worked themselves in top five. Their secondary is a problem. Um, and some of it's a problem due to their health. They're not really healthy right now. But their secondary is not going to be a shutdown secondary. But they have problems in secondary. You can you got to admit that. They have, they have lingering problems in the secondary that I think is going to catch up with them down the road. But as far as this team, this I like this team. Good O-line, good D-line, quarterback, coach, system. They check they check most of the box. They check most of the boxes. They check most of the boxes for me. I love Philly. Philly at 5. At 4, the Cowboys. Um I still have them at 4 because the Saints were just terrific. But I I still have the Cowboys at 4. I feel like they I don't feel like their O-line is going to be dominated like that, dominated like that every week. I feel like Zeke is going to get it together. Uh, he is he's had some good games, but he hasn't had I don't I don't know. He just haven't had that Zeke tight game. So, we're still looking for that. Uh, Dak is getting better. He's going to improve. The defense looks really good. They, like I say, I always say they have uh, they have numerous of elite players and talent all around the field. So, I'm not just, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> going to the Cowboys, but I'm not I'm not gonna do that. I, I like this Cowboy team. I like where they're going. They just ran into a hungry, tough opponent. Speaking of that opponent, at three, I had the Saints. Hey, my top three has changed. So I had the Saints at three. The Saints with them winning the last two games. They're they're two and zero since Drew Brees has gotten hurt. They're two and zero. They they went up to Seattle beat Seattle. They gone down back home, beat a really good Dallas team. That shows that they have good line play on both sides of the football. I love what the Saints do on excuse me, on the O-line and on the D-line. 
they could have done a little bit. They had uh, they had a little bit. They had some miscues when it came to the passing game and pass protection because Robert Quinn and those guys and, and those linebackers for Dallas was getting back there a lot. But as far as running the ball, when the when the when the Saints wanted to handle off the rock, it, it it led to some good production. And then their D line play just stuffed Dallas O line and Ezekiel Elliott. And uh, their defense is good. If their defense is gonna play like that at home, the Saints may be a team to look out for as a early Super Bowl favorite contender coming out the NFC. Because if their defense plays like that. It's going to be tough to beat the Saints, especially at home. It is very, as a, that's a very tough environment to get a win at. Um, so the Saints at three. Thank you for changing my top three. <laughs> I think the Patriots, their defense, I've been saying this since the season started, their defense is phenomenal. It's, it's electrifying. Uh, a lot of talent. But, but. I have my questions about their health on the O-line. And then I have my questions about their, 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 their receivers. Josh Gordon is good here and there and spurts. Julian Allen is beat up. Philip Dorsett is really like their savior, really. I mean, he, he's the guy that can really pretty much do a lot in everything. He can do it in the slide. He can line up on the edge. He can do a lot for them. So, but the defense is phenomenal. Brady didn't play too well against Buffalo. I kind of expected expected that, though, because Buffalo defense is amazing. But I have my questions about New England receiving core and New England's offensive line. They they have some health on the offensive line that could hurt them down the stretch, but New England's still at number two. And then number one, the Chiefs. The Chiefs are very explosive offensively, and to me, even though the Lions are really good, uh, the, this this looked like a, a different Detroit Lions team with Matt Patricia, um, which is surprising because I'm not I wasn't as huge on Matt Patricia to start out with. I always thought he looked like a coordinator, but with the with the with the Kansas City Chiefs showed me, they showed me that they can win a game even when it's a slugfest, and their defense made some critical stops when needed. But they showed me they can win a game, especially Mahomes. Mahomes showed me a lot. He didn't have the Mahomes-type games where you throw for three, four hundred yards and three, four touchdowns. No, he didn't have that. He still had a, a high completion percentage. He had about 275 yards. No touchdowns. But when it mattered most, he came through in the clutch. He made some big throws. He got out and scrambled a little when needed. So the Chiefs... They look really good. Um, the piece that they added with LaShawn McCoy, a lot of people was like, uh, LaShawn McCoy didn't have a good year in, Bu- in Buffalo. Then when you go to a whole other team that's especially that fit his play style and he has Andy Reid, I love the I love the acquisition of LaShawn McCoy. And just imagine this Kansas City offense once they get Tyreek Hill back. Good luck. So this concludes my top ten. Thank you guys for listening to my top 10. I know you guys are very eager to hear my top 10 every week. I bring it to you guys every week, and that's what it is. My top 10 right there for week 4 going into week 5. Okay, let's shift gears. I want to get to where Isaiah was right, where Isaiah was wrong. Uh, so we can start it from the games. The games that I got wrong. <laughs> um, so we can do this. We do this topic in this session, this 
this topic every week after a week after a week's play. I gave you guys my top ten. Now we're gonna shift gears to now where I got right, where I got wrong. Let's let's first start. Let's let's first start with Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. I got that right. I thought Pittsburgh did a phenomenal job coming out. Uh, I thought their defense was gonna play well against the Cincinnati O line. Uh, o line, yes. Uh, their Cincinnati. I, I've been telling you guys. I'm glad that they got rid of Marvin Lewis, but they need to go in a different route with Andy Dalton now. Andy Dalton's clearly not the answer. He, they, they, the, the, the Cincinnati Bengals need to be picking a quarterback in this year's draft, either this year's ne- or next year. I don't see why they wouldn't make a, 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 you know, a draft pick for this year. Really critical for them. They have to get that on tap. But what I got, what I got from the Steelers is they're gonna run the football. They're not gonna make things tough on Mason Rudolph. I like how the way he played last night. Good for the Steelers to get their first win. Oakland, they came out, they came out running, steaming fast. Oakland played well. I got that wrong. Uh, I'm sorry if I got that wrong. <laughs> These games are tough to pick on a weekend, weekend, week out and weekend basis. But Oakland proved me wrong. I didn't think o- Oakland was going to be that good. Uh, the guy that they, the running back that they have, Josh Jacobs. It's really electrifying, really shifty. He's real. He he he's really shifty. I I love what I see from him. I love from what I see for him. So continuing on, Oakland. Um, another game that I got wrong. Tennessee and Atlanta. Both of these teams are hot and cold. I, Tennessee and Atlanta are hot and cold. I can't stand neither of these teams. Sometimes they win at home and come out and play well. Sometimes they decide to say, hey, you know what? We're not going to come to play. Atlanta did, and Tennessee came out and played their tails off. Another game that I got wrong, New England at Buffalo. It was a a really close game. I thought Buffalo gave New England all what they could handle, but New England proved to be a little bit better than Buffalo. Buffalo, I think Buffalo has a bright future ahead of them. I like where I like where this Buffalo team is going. I truly do. Um, I've been talking about Buffalo for the last few weeks since they gone on this little hot streak and they have emerged. I, I've been telling you guys that I love Buffalo. So Buffalo, they're going to do their thing. Uh, another game that I got wrong was the Rams at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay Better than what people think, but like, but similar to Tennessee and Atlanta, Tampa Bay come out and play when they want to play. But Tampa Bay is really talented, especially on the defensive side of the ball. But they come out when they want to play, and the Rams are not the same. This is not the same Rams team that we have seen for the last three years. This is not the same Rams team. So the Rams gotta get it together. That's where I was wrong at. Um, another game that I got wrong, Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings let me down once again. They have yet failed me again. I'm going to start picking Minnesota. Minnesota does me no good. Minnesota does me no good whatsoever. Kirk Cousins with a banged up Mitch Trubisky, he gets knocked out of the game early. Yes, I know it's, it's, it's Chicago's defense. Chicago's defense is probably the best in football. But we got to figure that out. We got to figure this thing out, man. 
Come on. So this is what I got wrong this week. Uh, I'm going to do a better job of picking my games. But I've been doing a good job throughout the season picking my games. Let, let's go. I'm sorry, but let's go. Thank you guys for listening. Um, it's been a great pod. Uh, I hope you guys have been enjoying enjoying these last few pods. I can't wait to do more. Uh, we got I got a baseball postseason episode set aside that I'm ready to do. I've been doing my thing. Let's go. See you guys later on the next episode, and I'm out.